Welcome to the Well Women Co. podcast, where we grow together in our faith and well-being as women of God. I'm your host, Brooke Peterson, and founder of Well Women Collaborative, author of the book, Food Freedom, Stop Hiding and Uncover Who You're Meant to Be, and the eight-week online course, Food Freedom 60. I'm a wife, mom, and recovering strivaholic learning to live from a posture of rest because of the finished work Jesus accomplished on the cross. He's lit a fire in my belly to dive deep into the living and active Word of God. His Word is transforming my mind, building a steadfastness to stand strong despite circumstance and the unrelenting popular opinions of culture. My mission is to impart revelation truth from the Word of God to equip and empower women to awaken to their intrinsic value and unique purpose in Christ. Whether you listen to a solo episode with myself or catch conversations with our guests, my commitment is to always leave you with practical applications to grow your faith and improve your well-being. My prayer is that you'll leave each episode with your cup filled up and your heart strengthened to overcome whatever comes your way. Remember, you are an original and every one of your days have been written about in heaven as Psalm 139 verse 16 states. God's plan for your life is good and more important than you could ever imagine. Let's dig in together and receive all that he has for you and I. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to the Well Women Co. podcast. Hey, welcome back. This is Brooke with the Well Women Co. podcast, and I hope you are enjoying the start of our Freedom From series. Last episode, we talked about freedom from hurry, and we also mentioned the fact that five quintillion bytes of data is created every day. And so today we're talking about freedom from comparison, which again, in this day and age, it's like if you've never struggled from comparison, you're probably my neighbor's dog who doesn't care about anything else other than walks and pooping in our lawn and uh, treats, (laughs) getting fed. Like comparison is absolutely part of life, but I'm telling you right now from the onset that we can be free from it. So that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. So going back to the fact that five quintillion bytes of data is created every day, which I don't even have a gauge for what that means, other than it's a lot and more than I can understand. (laughs) I wonder what percentage of that new information produced every day is related directly to what other people are doing with their lives, their latest family vacations, their new home remodels, their business success, or how their ministry is thriving, right? I wonder how much of that has to do with what other people are doing with their lives and as a result, what we're consuming every day. So the point is that comparison is like white on rice. It is absolutely automatic unless you take a good dose of anti-comparison medicine every day, which is what we're going to talk about. Comparison is absolutely a road that I've journeyed down before and never want to think I'm immune because Really, the moment I get my eyes off of the lane that God has for me, the moment I get discouraged at my lack of progress, the moment I get my eyes off the truth of the word is the moment that comparison trap has me once again in its clutches. So I just want to acknowledge that, first of all. And I also want us to acknowledge that comparison is a primary tactic of the enemy. We've all been there, and now I want to focus on how we can live free from it. 
So as we dive in, let's actually take a few minutes and define comparison, okay? Comparison, again, to dictionary.com, is a consideration or estimate estimate of the similarities or dissimilarities between two things or people. So comparison means a consideration or estimate of the similarities or dissimilarities between two things or people. So comparison, by definition, is not a negative. And in its purest form, it's actually a tool to relate with others, right? You figure out, okay, where do I have common ground with this person? What are the differences we can learn from one another? Um, is this a way to rec- this is like a way to reclaim the word and start celebrating one another, right? So the pure sense of comparison is actually helpful because we all come from different experiences, backgrounds, worldviews, and so when we compare our worldview with someone else's, we realize, hey, there's usually some similarities, but all the time there's dissimilarities, and that that gap is where we can learn, relate, and honor each other. But unfortunately. In our microwave world, the before and afters and the highlight reels that we see on a constant basis, our souls are literally, they don't have the bandwidth to take this approach. They don't have the bandwidth to see the dissimilarities and similarities of each person, each situation, and go back in our brains and say, okay, good for them, or that looks awesome, or, you know, you were cheering them out. It's too much. We're inundated with too much information that our soul can't possibly process it all correctly. And so, therefore, that's why I think comparison is turned to such a negative in our day and age. And from a kingdom perspective, remember, we're talking about the kingdom of heaven in this series from a biblical worldview how to be free from these particular issues, which is different from the kingdom of this world system. Remember, Ephesians 2, 1 through 2, in the Amplified Version says this. It says, And you, he made alive when you, were spiritually dead and separated from him because of your transgressions and sins in which you once walked, were following the ways of this world, influenced by the present age, in accordance with the prince of the power of the air, or Satan, the spirit who is now at work in the disobedient or the unbelieving who fight against the purposes of God. Comparison is a primary tactic of the enemy. And the definition is a consideration consideration or estimate of the similarities or dissimilar, dissimilarities between two things or people. So I want to draw our attention back toward this world is not under the control of God. I hear people say, well, God's in control of this and God's in control of that. Well, we are under God's control. We are in submission to him and his word, every word that he said and every word that he is going to say will come to pass. But the world is under the influence of the devil. So the devil is actually controlled of the world system. That's why there's so much chaos. If God was truly in control of the this world, then there would be no wars, then there would be no fraud, then there would be no stealing, killing, and destroying. But because the enemy is the one who is over the systems of the world, we see such chaos and disparity. So we need to understand that Satan is really the one in control of this world. And so therefore, he takes these things like comparison and he uses them to bring division 
And he uses them to bring discouragement in the lives of believers and unbelievers alike. But believers, those who are in Christ Jesus, actually have a chance to be free from these things. We can escape the kingdom of this world and live in the kingdom of God. And that's why we're called to do this as believers so that we can help others who don't know Jesus yet walk in the same freedom that's available through Christ. So hopefully you're following that, okay? But let's dive back into comparison, okay? So why is comparison a primary tactic of the enemy? Well, I believe because he sees that the consideration of seeing similarities or most importantly, dissimilarities between two things or people. See, the the moment that we get our eyes off of ourselves and start looking to another person, human being as our standard of measurement, rather than admiring, learning from, or celebrating, is the moment that we're vulnerable to discouragement. Because we're not created to look at another human being as our measurement of anything, (laughs) of our measurement of success, of our measurement of strength, or beauty, or intelligence, because each person is created unique in the image of God. And so as human beings, we're not supposed to look at other human beings for our worth, our value, or measurement of success. We're supposed to keep our eyes on God and what he says is true about us as individuals created in his image. Isaiah 50 verse 7 says, Because the sovereign Lord helps me, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like a stone, determined to do his will, and I know that I will not be put to shame. I think that's such a powerful word picture that as believers, we should have before us every day, keyword every day. Remember, I started this episode by saying I am absolutely as vulnerable to comparison as anyone else. But the key is that I'm growing in my maturity to every day. My eyes are set on him. My eyes are focused on his word and what he said and what he's saying to me. And in that place, we become bold as lines in our purpose and nothing can shake us. We, we get to this point and this, this place is available to all of us who are in Christ Jesus to literally get to this place where we are as bold as lions in who God says we are and what he's calling us to, each one of us to specifically. And we can stand in that place. We can celebrate others around us and comparison loses its hold. It loses its clutches. And like the verse in Isaiah 50, therefore I've set my face like a stone. I think of that like an arrow. If you think about an arrow in a bow that's being pulled back and you think about the point of that arrow is a stone at one point in society. Now it's probably really short metal. I don't know. I don't really shoot bow and arrows, but you get what I'm saying. It's a sharp piece of material, okay, at the end of the bow and arrow. And just think about that that arrow being pointed and pulled back towards the intended target. Like that is the word picture that our heart is supposed to have towards the throne room of God, towards him, towards his word. And we're aimed straight, we're aimed precisely, and that when we're released, we hit our target. That's the goal I want for you and me, to be people and women who... Set, are setting our face like a stone because we trust that God 
in his mighty power and his goodness and his plan, he's pulling us back as his arrows in his quiver. And he's going to release us at just the right time. And we will hit our target. But the moment we get our eyes off of the target, the moment we lose our strength as stone and become like sand is the moment where we crumble to the ground. We fall through the cracks and we don't reach our intended target because we're too focused on what everyone else is doing and everyone else's targets. When God is saying, hey, I have this beautiful target set aside for you and I want you to set your face like a flint, like a stone and an arrow towards the goal that I have set for you so that you can hit it. That's exactly what he's calling us to. In Proverbs 28, one says, the wicked run away when no one is chasing them, but the godly are as bold as lions. So I just declare that over you, over your day, over your destiny, over yourself, that you're you're as bold as lions. And we, we grow in our boldness when we keep our eyes on Jesus and when we stop getting distracted and comparing ourselves with other people, which the Bible calls as foolishness anyways, when we are comparing ourselves to one another versus surrendering and submitting to God. And, you know, we can just name it. There's comparison in our health journeys. Um, I've so been there, right? I'm going through, I'm on a health journey right now. It's so easy to see the before and afters on Instagram. And you're like, gosh, I just wish that was me. Like, why can't I have a quick after like this person did, right? Like, how come my after isn't happening as quickly or as efficiently as this person's or that person's? Like health is a huge area where we can have comparison in. Parenting, oh my gosh, huge. You know, you look at like the mom, the homeschool mom, or the mom who was a teacher at one point and they have all these brilliant crafts. You go to their house, it's like it's like the magic school bus. It's just like everything's put together. There's a purpose. There's sticker charts on the fridge. And you're like, I just barely got my kid out of bed and like brushed their teeth. And this mom is like full out, I don't know, just Wonder Woman with her kids. And here I am just barely surviving, like trying to keep my kid alive. Like that is so real at different parts of your parenting journey. And I've been there too. Um, business, right? If you if you run a business or a ministry, it's so easy to see someone else at their five or 10 year mark and you're just getting started. And you're like, gosh, it, why, why should I even, should I even try? Like, is this even worth it? Will I ever get to this point or that point? Like, will I ever do what they're, what they're doing? Um, age, right? I talked about this a couple episodes back about turning 30 and feeling like, man, okay, I'm 30 years old. And then I look around at other 30 year olds and I'm like, I've not made a million dollars yet. I've only had one kid, um, still waiting on the dream house, you know, like all, all the dumb, compa- it just, it just happens. Like it's normal. So there doesn't need to be shame around this because it's just a normal response as human beings to see the person in front of you and measure like, okay, this is what they're doing. And this is what their life looks like. And this is what my life looks like. And always there's going to be a lot of discrepancies one way or another. And so one way to like combat this and to find freedom from comparison, at least that's worked for me, is like really celebrating your uniqueness. What makes you unique in your health journey? You know, what makes me unique? I know that I am going after deep rooted stuff and issues in my body. And so although the process is taking a lot longer than I'd like it to, I know that I'm getting to the root of the issue and I'm doing it the right way, the holistic way that's going to lead to long-term strength and results. So 
Although someone else might get faster results because their body's at a different place, I'm celebrating that I'm on the right journey for me. I'm celebrating my uniqueness in my parenting. I'm celebrating my uniqueness in my ministry, my business. And I'm celebrating exactly what God has already done by being thankful and grateful. And I'm trusting that where he's taking me is exactly where he wants me, right? So I don't need to be discouraged about my age (laughs) or what I have or have not accomplished. And so same thing for you. Psalm 139, 16 says, you saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day has passed. Psalm 138, 8 says, the Lord will fulfill his purposes for me. Your steadfast love, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands. I'm telling you, when we start meditating on these types of scriptures and we recognize, gosh, God has literally, he has a book written about me and written about you. And it's in heaven. It's a literal book. Every day has a page. I don't exactly know how that works, but every word has been written about for every day of your life. And he's even taken into consideration your failures and your missteps. And he has a special plan, an important plan for you. So you can be confident in the fact that although someone else's life might look, quote, better, the grass might seem greener on the other side, it never is. I believe there's a quote by Bill Johnson that says something like, if you get a revelation of who God has created you to be, you'd never want to be another person a day in your life. Something like that. But the meaning is the same. Like if you full got a full revelation of who God created you to be, there you'd never want to be anyone else, not a day in your life. I think that's so profound. So again, comparison starts to lose its grip and we become that flint instead of that sand. This is another great verse to meditate on is Psalm 138, 8. The Lord will fulfill his purposes for me. So when you're scrolling on Instagram, when you're feeling discouraged about where you're at right now and how your progress is or is not progressing, you can be sure that God will fulfill his purposes for you. The Lord will fulfill his purposes for me. So let's share a few actionable steps and resources of how to walk free from this thing called comparison that remember in and of itself is not bad, but the enemy uses it as a primary tactic against us. Number one is to meditate on Psalm 139.16 and Psalm 138.8. I'll have those in the show notes. You can find those as well at wellwomenco.com. I'm telling you, these two scriptures will transform your mind in such a way that comparison will lose all of its grip. Number two is again, check your input. So you might be at a season in your life where you need to be really careful about who you're following on social media. Maybe you need to do a little bit of an audit. Or is this account life-giving or life-sucking? Do I really need to know what this friend from high school is doing every day of her life right now? Like, is this bringing me life? Is this bringing me peace? Or is this bringing me anxiety, right? Or fear or whatever else. Like be really diligent about what kind of inputs are you getting? Maybe you just need to get off social media altogether for a while and just get together with the Lord, cultivate real friendships in real life so that comparison can lose its hold on you, right? That's a really, that's like an almost immediate way to rid yourself of comparison. Or maybe um, I typically one day a week will just turn off my phone, right? So if you are going to stay on social media, maybe you need to put boundaries around it. So maybe one day a week you turn off your phone completely to give your mind and soul a break 
from the constant onslaught of information and other people's highlights reels. Number three is reflect on what sets you apart. Remember, so celebrate how God's created you. Maybe, so whatever area you find yourself most vulnerable in when it comes to comparison, parenting, health, your faith, your relationships, your home situation, your finances, whatever area, reflect on what sets you apart. Like, God, how have you created me unique in stewarding my finances? Like, what story are you writing here? What story are you writing right now in my health journey? And how can I celebrate that? And thank you for what you already did. And then thank you for what you're going to do and and the purpose that you're going to fulfill through my life. And then number four, a sure way to be free from comparison in your your life is to cultivate celebration. So number one, celebrate yourself. Like thank the Lord for how he created you so uniquely and intricately and also practice celebrating others. I remember there's a time in my life where my friend was just like knocking things out of the park, just succeeding in business, just, just like literally knocking out of the park. And I was in a place where I wasn't. Um, and I felt really discouraged, like, gosh, I should be hitting these goals. I should be, I should be where she's at. And I just remember having a conscious thought in my, in my heart, the Lord's like, Brooke, just cheer her on. Like, be her prayer support, like be there for her and encourage all that I'm doing in her life. Um, and it was, it was so humbling, um, but it was also so precious to be able to genuinely cheer on my friend who was prospering in the same area that um, I was hoping to prosper, but wasn't at that time. So find people, find friends, um, and do this genuinely, right? Don't just start sending slipping into people's dms and like oh you look so beautiful today i love your hair where like don't do that but do this genuinely find a real relationship friend family member neighbor like someone who might be excelling in that place that you want to grow and excel at and cheer them on sincerely how can you serve them how can you pray for them how can you support them because believe it or not others who are succeeding in different areas of their life a lot of times they have struggles that you know nothing about a lot of times they're carrying weight and there's a cost to that success that you know nothing about and so being being able to humble yourself and really come alongside them even during their success means more than you can know so with that um, i'm so proud of you for listening to another freedom from episode i hope this did bring freedom And again, these conversations, these episodes are just launch points. They're launch pads for you to go deeper into the word of God, to go deeper with the Holy Spirit so that you can experience full freedom in every area of your life. So remember to share this episode series, um, screenshot it, um, share it. Maybe you're doing a small group right now with a friend or a little group from church and just diving deeper in these conversations together, praying for one another, encouraging one another. Remember to rate and review these on Apple Music. That's how others find out about this message. Reach out to me. I love to hear your prayer requests. I love to personally pray for you. I actually pray for you. And you can give me episode suggestions at my email at connect at wellwomenco.com. You connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at wellwomenco. And then you can get my book, show notes, and other free resources at wellwomenco.com. All right, ladies, you are well, you are worthy, and you are free. Can't wait to see you next week for another Freedom From Edition.